Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. I'm very excited to welcome a very special guest to the Brand Lover podcast today. Her name is Tess Morris from the Readiness Club. Thank you so much for joining me, Tess. Oh, thank you, Rachel. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, so first of all, I would love for you to share uh, who you are, what you do and what your business is. Beautiful. All right. So I um, live in Melbourne. And I live with my beautiful, supportive partner, Ozzy, and we have a beautiful baby girl, Lola, who is 18 months old now. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. Time really does fly. So she's 18 months and she's the, the best thing and our biggest blessing and yeah. uh, it's wonderful to watch her grow and see things um, through her eyes. And so when I was pregnant with Lola, I decided to start a business called The Readiness Club. Um, I've been a prep teacher for almost 10 years at that stage. And I was obviously thinking of going on maternity leave. And I was really passionate about the first term, the, the first term of prep and welcoming a new bunch of children into my care, which I think is one of the biggest privileges that I have as a teacher is that you hand over your babies to me and um, I get to be part of their journey. And I was really passionate about their transition to school. I think, um, you know, times have changed a lot in the education system with kindergartens and, um, you know, in Victoria, we call it prep and, um, you know, lots of different names floating around Australia. But that first year of um, formal school is it's school. So once they're at school, that's it. Yeah. And um, parents I found were asking me the same questions year and you know, every year, how do I prepare my child? How do I know that they're ready? You know, the cutoff dates, um, they're four, but they're going to be turning five. Like, should I wait till they're six? Um, Childcare fees, an extra year is kinder. Um, so I really wanted to find a way to support little ones with their transition to school. And that's where the Readiness Club came from. And at the moment, we have um, beautiful readiness um, packs that are, uh, full of resources and fun things and hands-on activities to prepare little ones for starting school. They really are beautiful and it's very difficult to explain over audio just how sensory and interactive the packs are. So um, if, if you do happen to be a parent um, with a child in that age category, highly recommend you go over to Tess's website and have a look because um, they are amazing, but more on that later. Um, how long have you actually been in business? Okay, so I actually, well, when I approached you, Rachel, to do my branding, um, it was actually for another business that I had, Big World Teaching. I don't know if you remember that. Right. Yeah, so I sent you an email about my teacher blog and I had a Teachers Pay Teachers store, which I know that you've worked with a few um, yes. uh, us in that, in that um, area of having a Teachers Pay Teachers store and a teacher blog. And mm -hmm. um, I was at and it had grown and I was really enjoying what I was doing and um but I 
yeah, if I wanted to kind of rebrand in, in the teacher pay teacher world, everyone's the same. Like yeah. you go to the same people for the branding, and um, and it was really clear that that needed to be elevated. Um, my visual aspect. So I went to you first. I sent an email, and then we booked it. I think we booked in a discovery call, and then you're like, oh, actually, I was like, no, I've got this other idea. <laughs> yeah, I remember you had booked in, and then you sort of because um, there was a little bit of a delay in like the start date, um, and you said yeah you sent me an email saying got <laughs> that I'm doing this new thing I had forgotten about that you were actually the first person I spoke to about it other than my partner Aussie yeah um, you were the first person I was like look I've got this idea and you're like yes go for it like <laughs> I'm a mum yes I love that and um yeah, so, yes, yeah. I think because my eldest had just started school like she was about that age yes mm-hmm. Um, so, so I had the big world teaching, which is just, um, and then I, yeah, started working on the readiness club and we launched when Lola was six months old. So it's just been our 12, like our one year birthday. Um, but there was about 12 months before launching that, um, was preparing for that big, that big. Yeah. And I'd love to get into that, but. (laughs) I would love to know how it's going. Like, congratulations. Cause 12 months in business is something that a lot of businesses don't, they don't make it to, unfortunately, for whatever reason. Um, That's probably another podcast, I suppose. But um, yeah, how's it going? Look, it's going really well. Like it is, like it's a completely different ballgame. Like I'm in e-commerce at the moment. um, So it's something completely different than what I did for Big World Teaching and Mm. like not my skill set at all. Yeah. Um, And there's been huge moments of, growth and um understanding how this world works um and yeah i'm really proud of where we are now like i'm well, yeah we so we've every month we've gotten like in terms of sales we've increased our sales every month um which has been like my overall goal and just our brand awareness i think is growing um which is really important for me because i i just want to help help and I see that parents really struggle in this area and um and I just want to be there to support them and guide them and um make that transition to school an exciting time not be filled with dread and anxiety and not knowing what's happening um so yeah so it's been great like I look I had to embrace slow growth as well yes I'm (laughs) oh yeah you want to be one of those overnight successes I hear you yeah. Um, and that hasn't been the case, but it, it, it's been great. And I'm really proud of the brand and the business that I have. Yeah. So you should. So you should. So um, let's rewind a little. You said that it was about 12 months that you, um, that you and I worked together on your brand before you actually launched or had anything up for sale. Um, I just would like to know what your reasoning was behind doing the branding first like from my point of view I always preach to do that however unfortunately there's just not enough education with new small business owners to know that that's going to you know give them a really good head start and have their foundation sorted before they go and embark on investing in different marketing and that sort of thing but how did you know that this was the right thing to do? I was part of, um, through Big World Teaching, I was part of a couple of um, other memberships and I'd already started following like, you know, some of the big 
um, marketing, you know, Jenna Kutcher's, you know, yeah. favorites. And um, so I kind of knew a little bit about it and that it was it's so important to get your foundations right. It's a little bit like, you know, how everyone says about email marketing and it's like, you know that it's important, but then you put it in the too hard basket or the, I don't know what to do. So you don't focus on it when you really should be. Yeah. It's a bit like that with branding, I think. I think you dive into the product in your Instagram and, um, you know, your Facebook and like selling. And whereas, especially when you're um, building a brand that is helping people at a, at a time when like a vulnerable time, mm. you need to make sure that your branding is, and your foundations are set in stone. And like, I knew where I wanted to go with, kind of knew where I wanted to go with the business. So I wanted to make sure that I got that right from the beginning. And that's why I decided, you know, I said to Ozzy, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it properly and I want to go big. So um, that's why I decided to work with you at the start. And I also worked with Rachel Green from Shine Copy from the start as well. um, Yeah, to really make sure that I was putting my best foot forward for this business mm. yeah I love I love that that you say that you know it was either basically go big or go home and that doesn't necessarily mean like to be a million dollar business straight away but to see into the future and go this is what it needs to be to get to there um, this is what how I need to show up now to set myself on the right path is just so amazing and I think you've done it so beautifully and so gracefully. Um, I really do. And it's been an honour to just watch your journey and see you grow because um, I know that there's there's always growth lessons happening. Sometimes it feels like on the daily, like when you're in this, um, oh, particularly I believe in digital marketing, like when you're predominantly marketing online, it's just a totally different ball game possibly because it's still relatively new um but I'd love to know how uh going through the branding process having a professional visual brand having worked on your brand voice in more depth um with Rachel Green from Shine Copy who I always highly recommend there's actually a podcast um that I chatted with her as well if anyone's listening and they want to go and check that out But how did this affect your confidence when it came to making decisions? Huge. So when I um, started working with you, I remember you sending me the questionnaire. uh, Yeah. What is going on? (laughs) I thought we would be talking fonts and colours and all these, you know, know, and you do those beautiful illustrations. I was like, I can't wait to see my illustration. And you sent me this question. And I had to answer all these questions about my, you know, my goals and (laughs) ideal client and and I was like and it really just I I'm like I'm so grateful for that process because it it set me up like it completely it gave me the the business that I have um by doing that work early so early on Mm -hmm. and um and there's not a lot that's kind of changed um in that process and I, like you, you really had to help me with some things. Um, like I remember you coming with taglines and I'm like, what, what is going on? Like, this is not what I had envisioned. Um, but that's just because branding, like you said, is so much more than your logo and your colors and your fonts. And so doing this process, I'm, like I was, I, 
I had my goals and my ambitions and my perfect client and um, how I wanted to speak to them and, you know, the key values that I refer back to constantly, whether I'm writing a Instagram post or I'm writing an email or I'm chatting to someone um, about which pack is best for their child. Like I've got those values that I continuously come back to and they have not changed since that time that I, um, that we did them like way back a month before, you know, 12 months before we launched. Um, so it was, it was an incredible experience going through that branding process. And yes, at the end of it, I got my beautiful pattern and and logo and, and, but it was because you, and it was all like, I, I remember there was no changes that we made to anything that you did um, because you knew my brand so well through all that work that we'd done, yeah, earlier. So it just, it, it gave me the confidence then to show up on places like Instagram and Facebook and, um, and be like, you know, I was so proud. I was so proud that this is my brand and this is who I am and this is what I stand for. Yeah. And like my website, like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> oh, I go on, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That, that, that enthusiasm and that passion that you have like it really shines through because you have got that confidence and you know in comparison to someone who's sort of not still not sure about how they're communicating with their audience like it's chalk and cheese like it's just it's actually visible, noticeably visible, particularly with you, I think. And that's not just because we've worked together. It's because I like, I literally stalk your journey. Like I'm just, yeah, I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> been there right from the beginning. So yeah, that's it. And it's just a gift. Yeah, absolutely. So oh. clarity that comes with doing that so early on. Yeah. Just like, even now, like I've got my mind is like, there's a few things in the works at the moment and it's like, do they fit into my overall, you know, vision and, uh, you know, going back to those values and my mission yeah. things like that, like it's incredible. Yeah. And are they in alignment with what you're actually, you know, set out to do originally, like how you want to help people every single day through the mission that we established and, oh my gosh, so much cool stuff to talk about when it comes to branding. Um a little nerdy as well but uh I do also remember that you um came along and participated in one of my live rounds of brand alchemy even after we worked together and I was impressed <laughs> first of all that you were showing up so vigilantly and you wanted you had that not like thirst for knowledge um and you showed up every single week for that like that was just yeah I, I distinctly remember um so how did doing that sort of because brand alchemy just for those that don't know is based on the the process that I I took tests through initially when we worked together excuse me worked together one-on-one -on -one. but how did going through that process on your like on your not on your own because you had my support in a group setting but um it kind of is like a lot a lot of soul searching goes on during that time and just sort of how did that then um, help you with your own understanding? Yeah, so it was about six months after we'd launched. So I did the initial work and then, you know, as you do, you get caught up in the business side of things and um, it really just took me back to like what we had talked about when we had discussed it in the first time. So that's that, um, what did I want my brand to 
um, represent and my tone of voice and um, my values and my mission statement. So it kind of just was like a refresher, I suppose. Um, and what I was doing, you know, six months into the business, was it aligning with the values that I'd set out to do? Um, and also it just, it gave me like, you know, you can only take in so much. So the more that you do things um, and you learn from, you know, um, you know, it's like every time you have a free webinar, like I jump on, even though I'm part of the ship and like I have done yes. lots of other things with you and I paid, you know, we've worked together on a paid level. If you do a webinar, I'm there. I'm that refund because every time you um, you do that, you like learn something else. You can take away something else because you're at a different stage of your learning and your development and your business or your branding. And so um, brand alchemy was great. And it was also lovely to work and hear from other people as well. So the Facebook group um, and people were posting other ideas and, um, you know, I hadn't thought about that or that's, you know, um, people who had, you know, not the same business as I did, but um, similar audiences. So, and how they were communicating and what they were doing. So it was really, it was a really valuable experience um, doing Brand Alchemy after the initial branding um, that I had done, yeah, with you one-on-one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that the um, if you, I don't know if you've heard the phrase rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like I'm doing some development courses at the moment, and I am literally rinse and repeating every single module. So I'm listening to it two or three times, and I'm even just within the space of a week, I'm getting different things each time like depending on even what's going on in my day and how I'm relating that back to what's going on and so I really appreciate that you know you sharing that because I think that's something um, really important to remember is that even for other ladies who've been through brand alchemy once go back and do it again (laughs) and it's there that's like how it's designed Um, so yeah thank you for sharing that I think that's a really good point you say that all the time your brand is evolving yeah to keep up with that and then to keep it aligned to those original like you know your values and your mission statement that you and you obviously they can change and um, develop as well but just it's so important to go back and revisit that like are you still in aligned to what you're you want to be aligned to I suppose yeah 100% and the market changes as well and people change consumer behavior changes as we've seen over the past two years um, some businesses have just fizzled out and some have boomed um, because of just the way that people are are behaving and their needs and wants have, have evolved incredibly. Um, that's probably also another podcast. So what I'd love to talk about now is like steer us back to the conversation that we were having. Um, so you, like in the 12 months between us working together and while you were getting your products or researching different suppliers and how you're going to put them together and all that sort of stuff, you were actually audience building Yes, on Instagram predominantly. Yes. So I know that you had a certain experience lately with that. So could you tell us about that? Yeah. So I had an Instagram account um, that I had built up over... Uh, quite a few years and so it was mainly my big world teaching that I built up my audience and then I I kind of morphed into a little bit of influencing and content creating and like was not cut out for it and I take my hat off to any influencer or content creator because it is a tough gig um so I did that dabbled in that for a little bit and then I rebranded my Instagram account into the readiness club and I remember having a conversation in the 
branding hub membership um, Facebook page. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose my followers. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. I So I had 14,000 followers at that stage and I don't want to lose my followers. Like I've spent all this time, effort, like what am I meant to do? Just be like, catch you later, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. But we had, like we kind of weighed out the pros and cons of whether I rebranded or not. So anyway, so just rebranded and, and it was great. Like it was fine. Like I had, I was losing followers, which was fine. And because they weren't, you know, what I was mainly teachers. So I wasn't yeah. my ideal client. Um, customer so then I uh, and I was still gaining followers and it was great like Instagram was my jam like I you know it was I was on there all the time but um, then about two I think it's about two months ago now I woke up and my Instagram account was gone so I had close to 16,000 followers and it was gone and I cried (laughs) Yeah. And I reached out to every single person that I knew. Um, and, you know, the branding hub was incredible because they're an incredible group of women mm-hmm. and rallied behind me and it was just gone. So to this day, I don't know what happened. And I, it, like, there's a lot of theories going out there. I was offered help for a lot of money and, but it's an Instagram account at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in a position where I was going to spend money to get it back. Um, oh. I didn't know where I didn't know if it was even going to be worth it. Um, I no one had access to it. No one could find it. Instagram were useless. Oh. <laughs> um, they just said there's no account. Like there's just no account and it's gone. Um, so I had to start again. And <laughs> what a turn of events, Rachel! It's best thing ever <laughs> how incredible is that <laughs> I just it's just a true um a true demonstration of you know tragedy turning to oh. I don't know a miracle and I I don't know this story so I don't I don't actually know what you're going to say next all I know is a bit <laughs> about how you lost and how and how incredibly mature you were and how you handled it like I was so impressed with the fact that you just pulled up your big girl panties and started a new account and you just kept on bloody going like you just you didn't let it hold you back at all no and you had this opportunity to like start from scratch with perfectly aligned customers um and so tell so tell me because I'm just going to go on again just um tell me what's happened that so it is that I think in my so Instagram was my like all my eggs were in my basket yeah no one everyone tells you not to do that but I had I thought I had like I was doing a good job like I had all these followers and you know it was working yeah you were killing it yeah why why would you need to do something else when you're already yeah doing so well totally and then I sorry but I had I was in the back of my mind I had this idea of that my people who were following me were teachers um and they were parents so even though my business the readiness club is for parents I knew there was a lot of teachers following me so I was getting very confused with my marketing on mm-hmm. who I'm not supposed to be speaking to. And I think that one thing, the best thing that's come out of having to restart my Instagram account is that I know exactly who I'm talking to and they are the people who are following me. Yeah. I am very clear on that. I've, and very clear on my boundaries around 
social media, especially Instagram now. So I have weekends off. So I put a post up on Friday afternoon and I say, you know, this is how I'm ending my day. Have a great weekend. See you on Sunday night. And then I actually delete Instagram off my phone and that's it. That's, that's the end of that for the weekend. And, um, and I've actually had, I'm on track to having the best month of sales ever. I'm like we quadrupled our sales this month. I know, I know. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. And I've got no, like I've got this beautiful group of followers. Yeah. Compared to what I had, it's like just, oh, but it's, I look, I know Instagram, like I've done, I love hate relationship. Absolutely. But I know kind of where I, my strategies lie and what I'm doing there a little bit. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, I kind of know a little bit. And then I've also been able to branch out to other things. So Facebook and Pinterest and TikTok. Um, and it's been, yeah, incredible. Not all my eggs are in one basket anymore. Yeah. How amazing. So amazing that sometimes we just need a big slap in the face to, you know, to prompt us to do what we're supposed to be doing. Um, because yeah, because yeah, we get so I don't know. I think we all get tunnel vision at, at times. Like we just start cruising and and yeah, like just what a such a wonderful lesson. And it's I think it really highlights, you know, you hear a lot of people always saying, like, just because you have like thousands of followers on Instagram, it doesn't necessarily mean that that business is doing really well or that they're, you know, that their audience is aligned for them, that they're purchasing. Whereas if you have a smaller audience, but it's full to the brim with like this perfect person multiplied over and over and over and over and over again, that's far more beneficial because not only like your reach is going to be bigger, your engagement's going to be higher. Um, so you actually probably reach like potentially reaching more people in a smaller, smaller. you know, group rather yeah. than sort of, yeah, like a drop in the ocean when you have a bigger group. So right. and that's brought up on Instagram, especially like we look at brands who have a lot of followers and they're doing really well. And like some people their, their whole marketing strategy is Instagram and they do a really great job of it and they make a lot of money and all that business. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of people who have a large following on Instagram, but you don't see what's happening behind the scenes and all their other you know, avenues. Um, and we just get sucked into this one thing, whereas, yeah, we need to make sure that it's, it's one tool within our marketing and, um, you know, toolkit, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. It's part of the overall marketing pathway. And I think we just get so hung up on numbers sometimes. Like I know that numbers are important to examine in business. Like you put your nerdy, yeah, <laughs> nerdy business analyst cap on. Yeah. But at the same time, like I think because we are most of, you know, our audience is solopreneurs or sole traders, um, we're so personally attached Mm-hmm. you know and it's and we do compare like we do fall into that trap and it's it's very difficult so I love that this story highlights that you know you can be so much more successful with a smaller following like how amazing I'm so happy for you yeah it's been great <laughs> so good, so good. You <laughs> okay well I mean on that my next question was that I had planned out for this discussion was what's your biggest lesson in business so far oh don't put all your eggs in one basket <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and like you know you can't please everyone hmm. and 
you're like, and I think that now I'm really tuned into supporting parents and how I can support them and really speaking to them. Um, and yeah, I just, it has been a really big shift, really big shift. Yeah. yeah. Really quickly. Cause that only happened two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really quickly. <laughs> so great. So great. So what's your best recommendation for someone who perhaps is in the early stages of um, building an e-commerce brand? Um, I don't know, even like if they haven't started yet or if they're in that murky start phase, what would you, what would you like to tell that person? Um, like invest in your branding. Um, like obviously <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's get get that right that that needs to be right from the get-go in my like and you know there's some people that plot all along and then get their brain done but if you if you're in like you're like not sure about what you're doing or where you're going and you're trying different things and experimenting really sit down and work with someone again, like you Rachel mm. on doing the foundational works on your brand because it sets you up, everything else just kind of falls into place then and it sets you up to then be able to do all the things that you need to do as a business owner um, on your own, you know, especially us mums who we carry, the you know, majority of us carry the mental load of the family um, plus we've got paid work that we need to do as well as a lot of, you know, mums and then we've got this business idea, this desire to, you know, help invest in that branding like if you're going to do anything for your business it would be doing that first yeah yeah you heard it here first yeah well maybe not but but do you know what even just the fact that if if somebody is listening hello first of all <laughs> and um you know if you've made it this far through the podcast I think just even investing in this type of thing and becoming aware of of what's involved in the brand strategy process and you know, even if you can't, you're not, um, you know, financially ready to invest working with one-on-one, like there are other things available that you can do. So thank you, Tess, yeah. so much um, for just coming and sharing so generously. I've just loved chatting with you. Um, if you don't mind, before we go, I've got some rapid fire questions. They're just a bit of fun. So I'm going to ask what, like, what's your favorite? And I'm going to say a word and it's just the first thing that pops into mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite app? Uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. okay. Time yeah. of day? Evenings. Yeah, we don't have witching hour here. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, exercise? None. <laughs> <laughs> Not applicable. <laughs> Love it. Habit. I'm sorry, what was that one? Habit. Habit. My favorite habit. Um, my nighttime tea. Oh, me too. Um, way to relax. Uh, wine. Yeah. <laughs> For any wonder we get along so well. Um, <laughs> okay. And finally, your favorite thing about your business. Uh, that I get to help little ones and feel confident and happy on their first day of school. Absolutely. Oh, that's mm. scrumptious. I love it. Okay. So where can we find you? So on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the readiness 
clubau that's my new account mm-hmm. um, tiktok which i've just started um which i'm loving the readinessclub.au as well um, my beautiful, incredible website, which was designed by you, Rachel. So come and check that out. That's the readinessclub.com.au. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much, you. Tess, again. And if you are listening, 100% go and check out Tess. Send her a DM if you resonated with her story. I'm sure she would like be loving to hear from you. Great. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.